severely messed Artists like their boots are torn to shreds The government will spoil your hopes and dreams By offering a useless retreat and scheme There's such amazing talent, why can't you see That the government has decimated the industry And now the years of hard work have been thrown away Just get a real job. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Just Get a Real Job. I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everyone who has signed up to our Patreon page so far. I'm blown away by the support. It just from the get-go of this project, we've had such nice messages and, and people have been so supportive of this and, and it means a lot to me and Elliot. So thank you so much, everyone. And if you haven't yet signed up to the Patreon, please consider checking it out. All the money we raise is going to go back into the podcast, apart from 10%, which we'll give to a creative charity every month and we'll change that charity up. So anything you can afford to donate would be amazing and we'd be very grateful for that and you can do that by checking the link out below. Uh, We've got another great episode lined up for you today but I thought first instead of reading a poem this week I've actually had an idea and uh, I'm going to try and alternate between poems and doing this at the start of each episode. So one of my heroes Blind Boy uh, talks about on his podcast that if he wants to make himself feel better if he's writing something and he thinks he has doubts or if he's working on something a project and he you know maybe feeling a bit low about it he will look up some one of his favorite films or his favorite albums and he'll look at the bad reviews people have written and i think that's a great idea um so i'd recommend everyone doing that because i've been doing it all day and it's made me feel a lot better so this is where i got the idea from and i basically heard that i read this really bad review of shrek and i think everyone listened to this will agree that Shrek is a perfect film. Shrek's a great film. We all love Shrek. There's nothing to hate about Shrek. And this, and I was on uh, IMDb and somebody has written this. It, they'd given Shrek one out of 10, right? And they'd written the funniest review. So I wanted to share it with you guys. So this person has started the review by saying, huge disappointment. After reading so many positive reviews, I was really looking forward to this movie, which I expected to be clever and satirical. Instead, I saw a coarse, vulgar, and essentially mean-spirited send-up of a Disney-style animated fairy tale, wholly lacking in originality. It was endless gross-out humour, obviously referencing other movies. Just because you have a hidden dragon fight sequence doesn't make your movie interesting or funny. It was a predictable plot, and the self-contradiction of the theme were all beautiful, overwhelmed the few good lines in the movie. Plus, the animation is terrible. I have no doubt that this is technically excellent, but artistically it looks blocky and low budget. You're thinking of renting this for your kids? It's too crude. And for yourself, far too stupid. One out of ten. So if you're working on something and you're having doubts, remember, no matter how good it is, there's always going to be people out there that don't like it, and that's okay. Anyway, for today's episode, I sat down and spoke to Carla Molina-White. I know Carla from my time at Queen Margaret University, going back a few years now. Uh, Carla was on the film and media course there, and she's a very talented filmmaker. She's currently working in social media and marketing, doing content creation for a production company, and uh, I really enjoyed our conversation. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Well, hi Carla, nice to see you again. How are you doing? Hi, I'm really good, and you? I'm fine, yeah. I'm just, this is the first interview today of like three interviews, so it's a busy day at Just Get A Real Job, but thank you very much for coming on and chatting to us. I'm excited to catch up. Well, thank you for telling me to come on it. (laughs) 
no problem well we were kind of talking about like just before we started the interview there like about how you're like rolling stuff how like you kind of like because you did an undergrad in film and media at Queen Margaret which is where I know you from but also now you're sort of doing like a lot of uh, social media content stuff so you kind of like how do you see your role so complicated I don't know because I've done so many things so I don't know I just like love everything related to film I would say like anything that has something to do with film I'm on it but yeah now I'm more into like content creation and social media so yeah I would say more like social media manager and yeah. marketing assistant more for now but it might take <laughs> and I might go back to like directing and stuff it was exciting we got loads of plenty to talk about then <laughs> yeah. well, well Carla we ask everyone that comes on the podcast we start off with what's like the earliest creative memory you have so like what's the when do you remember like getting into like film and, and art and being creative and stuff I don't know like I grew up watching tv all day like every day I would watch films like a hundred times remember me and my sister were watching the lion king every single day all <laughs> that's day, a good one it would stop and we would put it back on again and I also watched loads of soap operas like uh, Colombian ones like when I was three I was watching soap operas <laughs> so that's why I'm really dramatic person <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know I would say yeah I've, I've always been like watching films or series since a really really young age so yes <laughs> <laughs> that's fair you're from you're you're from Spain right but you're also Scottish as well right so you have like a sort of dual nationality mm-hmm, yeah how, how do you think that's like affected you as a creative and stuff because like having both those identities well my granny used to bring us loads of films from the UK you know like in English and there was loads of films that here we didn't have so she would bring us films and we were like <laughs> we knew more than the others because we like we watched them before <laughs> So yeah, I kind of like have influences from both because I also watched a lot of stuff from here in Spain or like the music here or everything. Yeah. And I grew up here. So I'm like, I consider myself Spanish because I, yeah. I left here when I was like 19. But mm-hmm. then I also had influences from Scotland that my granny will mostly bring and my granny and granddad will bring here. Yeah. So yeah. For there, when I went to Scotland, like I was really, really Spanish. But here sometimes I would like say socks. <laughs> Spanish because I didn't know how to say say it in Spanish or some little words and stuff so here people are like oh it's true you're like half British or something like that <laughs> and there was never questioned it was like you're Spanish that's it well like another question we always ask our guests is like do you have a favorite word or phrase from where you're from so do you have could you actually give us two could you give us a Scottish one and a, a Spanish one <laughs> or is that too hard <laughs> well Spanish ones they're really well in Spanish is really good to like insult people or like when you're really angry to say words you know yeah. like you can say so many things I don't know like if you translate them they're really bad <laughs> but like when you're angry you could say like so many things that they have no like they make no sense but in English I don't know I really like when Ellie like she said that's rubbish I was like yeah. what, what you <laughs> or I remember like Scottish words it was like a Denny Ken and I, I thought that meant you couldn't do it so I was like Laura was saying it once and I was like why she keeps saying she can't do it I was like okay like it makes no sense <laughs> but uh, I don't know I don't know in Spanish everything I like I, I like more Spanish than English if I'm honest I just think it's like more I don't it's know. a much more beautiful language <laughs> you can say so many things in one thing I don't know it's just like so dramatic like you can just express yourself better when you're angry I would say G- give us an insult in Spanish <laughs> And the one I always use is like me cago en la puta. That means <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can say it. Yeah, I mean you can get it if you want. Getting a whore. That's what you're saying all the time when you're angry. Oh, I don't know. Like you, you can just say so many things. 
you even make up insults while you're angry that they make no sense but people like just pick <laughs> them up on the go but yeah no it's a, it's a much nicer language i think than scottish <laughs> def- and english i should say well, it's <laughs> just ma- making it. up a language there scottish isn't quite a language i don't think <laughs> love the accent though honestly yeah. I-, I love it how long how long have you been away from scotland now well i was back last year so I went back there in December for Christmas and then me and my sister stayed because I wanted to stay in Scotland again. Yeah. But then all the thing happened. Yeah, and, pandemic and everyone's yeah, plans so, were like, ruined, so. Of, so we stayed in my granny and granddad's house for the whole pandemic. So it was like from March <laughs> to June, I think, that we could, like, there was nothing there. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't really stay at my grandparents, like, I don't know, years there. <laughs> so <laughs> we decided to come back, me and my sister. And now I've decided I'm going to stay in Spain. Well, I mean, it's much nicer weather and like, you know, (laughs) than being locked down in the dark and cold here. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, like every time that I'm here for longer, you know, like maybe I'm here for a year or something, eight months, I'm like, I need to go. I need to go back to Scotland. (laughs) But then I'm there and I'm like, I need to go back to Spain. I need to go back to Mallorca. So I can't. Now I'm making my mind, but you never know. Maybe a year I'm like, bye, I'm gone again. (laughs) (laughs) See where it all takes you. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Well, Carla, so you, you went to Queen Margaret to do film and media and it would have been 2014 I think right because that's when we both yeah, started yeah my god this is going back a, lo- <laughs> a long time but um so like how did that come about so as a teenager in school and stuff were you really into film or, or was that yeah. like something that so you were like kind of quite keen to come and do this mm-hmm. well here in Spain we don't really have many like you have theatre in my high school like you have more stuff around like Mallorca I don't know like you could go to like paid theatre classes but I never really did anything related Mm. to film so I was just like every time I came after school I would watch films or like I always like did research on my own and then I applied to go to Napier because I went to uni when I was older I was like 19 so I applied to go to Napier and do marketing and digital media which is kind of kind of what you ended up doing anyway I know it's so crazy but I was like I didn't get in because I didn't make the mark so I was like what am I gonna do now I don't know I went to Amsterdam as an au pair and then I was like well what I like most is film so maybe I should study like something related to it and lucky I got into Queen Margaret and I loved it yeah it was so fun but like I had never really like here in Spain we don't really do essays or stuff like that we do more exams so first it was so crazy for me because I was like what is this essay I was like where is the exams I don't know how to do this <laughs> I would be crying in my room like I'm gonna fail I've never written this much in English I don't like this but then it was fun it was fun because we never really we, we didn't ever I mean my course was film and theatre but so like it's kind of crossed over but we never really did any exams in that course ever it was all essay based wasn't it I know yeah I think I did maybe five exams in the whole of the four years yeah I think we did so- two yeah <laughs> and it was all in first year so I know it's just crazy I did more of the media part kind of yeah we yeah. did a bit more exams in radio or like something related to like tv shows but then I was like what is this essay thing <laughs> oh god I don't miss them to be fair I know me neither well see so when you were Queen Margaret Carla you made quite a few little, little films and stuff didn't you you did quite a lot of practical stuff there because I remember like when I d- was at Queen Margaret I did some practical stuff I was terrible at it and me and Danny <laughs> were in a group and we just couldn't do it like we broke a camera once and stuff and I remember I was <laughs> looking at looking at your groups and being like they really know what they're doing they they actually <laughs> understand film just pretend that we knew we were actually panicking <laughs> laughing a lot but yeah we did quite a lot of stuff and I really enjoyed it that's when I like started to get even more into film and kind of like the technical part so mm-hmm. it was fun <laughs> I remember did you not get nominated for like a silver swan when you were at Queen yeah. Margaret 
best day of my life <laughs> <laughs> the silver sw- for the listeners the silver swans really this award thing they did at the end of the year at queen margaret which of course i never ever received one or got a nomination but if you got one of them you were you know you were the, the best of the, the uni <laughs> We we won three actually. Well, two. You won three. It's true. Yeah, and then like in my final film, I was nominated for like the public kind of thing, and then I was third prize, and I was like, "How is this happening?" <laughs> I, was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What?" And then in the first year when we won it, because I kept saying to Graham, "I'm gonna win it. I'm gonna win the silver swan." I was like, too confident. <laughs> and then when we were actually won it, he was like, "Say some words." I was like, oh my God, "No!" I just ran away. I was like, "No." So it was actually a, like a big accomplishment. <laughs> no, but well done. It was, a, it was good. Um, do you remember what your last film you made there was about? And is there any way we can watch it? On my website, it's called Baila Long. Oh, I suffer so much with that film. <laughs> but yeah, it's I filmed it here in Mallorca. So I brought all the equipment here on my own to film it here. Oh, wow. It was a bit of a crazy experience because like everything I filmed had to work because if it didn't work, I couldn't come back. <laughs> so I love the end though. So like the oh. end got hot. So I had to use all of the stuff I had to create kind of an end. And at the end, it didn't look as bad. But now I can't watch it. I needed a break of two years after I'm working <laughs> on it so much. The, the major project I did for my screenwriting co- uh, masters, like the script for it, I've not read it in six months and I can't go. I feel the same. I'm like, I need more time. I tried to read it the other night and I'm like, nope, no, nope, I need more time. I know. It's it just like, gives you the feel, the feeling. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think when With- you're so attached to something, isn't it? You're, you, it's hard to like go back. Yeah. And you can just see the bad things though, I think. Because like everyone that watched, they were like, it's not bad, it's really good. But I was like, no, no, I have to make this better. I have to make this better. I could just like think of all the stuff that I did wrong instead of like watching it and enjoying it. I'm still yeah. not at that stage though to watch it. <laughs> I didn't see it when I was researching for this. I feel bad. I feel like I should have watched it before this. Oh, no, interview, no, no. It's like, I'll, I'll watch it, it after. Is it, is it the one in the only one in Spanish? I think is on my website. Mm. So I wanted to do it in Spanish because everything I did in uni was in English and yeah. like it was from there. So I was like, I wanted to bring a bit of like my That's culture, good, and a bit of like, you know, a bit of me into it. It's really yeah. dramatic. No, that, that's nice though, because like something I always try to do as a creative is put where I'm from on screen or or take where I'm mm-hmm. from and represent it. And it's something we talk about on the podcast a lot because it's an important aspect of it. So I think it's great to do that. Well, so you graduated from Queen Margaret in 2018, which we were also just talking about, which is ridiculous because that's now three years ago nearly, which I'm like, what the hell? Where's the time gone? So like you graduated from that. What did you do after you finished? Like you had some jobs and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, like I came back to Mallorca because me and Ellie planned to go on a big trip. So like I came back here and I worked as a waitress from May to January. So like I just stopped doing all the creative stuff. I didn't really do anything. I just yeah. like work and save up. And then we went traveling for seven months. That was the best experience ever. Yeah, it looks very it looked very fun. I remember <laughs> I was work I had a year out working as a caterer, like full time, and I was quite miserable. <laughs> and I would go on Instagram and I would see you and your, your friends like on this amazing trip. And I'd always be like at work, like, oh for God's sake, I made the wrong choice here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but then then we came back and like some of our friends had like their proper jobs and everything. So so I was like, what am I doing now? <laughs> it was like, Carla, you just had the best experience ever. You can't just like go on a holiday and have your, your perfect job waiting for you after your uh, holiday. You can't come back and just get a real job, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was like, you need to you need to stop. No, but it was so fun. And then I came back here. I worked again as a waitress because I came back so poor and full of debts <laughs> after <laughs> traveling. And then I decided to go back to Scotland, but all well, the pandemic happened. So like until now that I'm working for MS Mono, 
so that's good yeah. which we'll which we'll come on to in a bit but you also <laughs> i've got some notes here but because you also work as a production assistant at some film festivals as well didn't you so how was that that was really good i, I did that this year though october and september because like after like here started a bit to like the festivals were happening and everything yeah. so i was like i need to do something i need to feel like i'm part of <laughs> film or something again so i i did that and it was really fun I got to see so many amazing films and meet people so it was good it kind of got got me back into the mood you know like when you've mm-hmm. been apart for I don't know like a year or a couple months you feel a bit lost again so yeah. it's like brings you back to like you're like okay this is what I like this is what I kind of want to do yeah. so yeah you're almost like surrounded by people who are like-minded as well and it maybe pushes you to mm-hmm. yeah you see them and then you see like even older people that that's like what they're doing so I was like I want to do that too <laughs> something I think we try and get across to the listeners as well is that it's so important in this industry the creative industry to just sort of keep yourself in amongst it and like being around like-minded people and stuff I think it's so important yeah it helps you so much and even like sometimes when you kind of like you never lose any interest but you're like maybe I should do another thing maybe I'm a bit like you know you're, you're a bit done because nothing's happening and you're seeing your friends that they're like doing stuff with other careers but then you go back to it and it's like yes I just love it you know like you just see it yeah. and it's like this is what I want to do so like so the film festival and stuff what were you actually doing there were you just sort of like assisting people like kind of as like a production assistant type thing or were you, did you get to watch films and stuff yeah we got to well in the first one it was more like a documentary festival here in Mallorca yeah so in that one I was uh, like a production assistant so I did like more email marketing like sending emails about it and like phoning people maybe sending like messages and I also translated loads because some of the interviews they had they just had them in English or Spanish and here we have like a lot of English speaking people so I had to like put the subtitles in yeah. English or Spanish for them so it's quite quite hard to work <laughs> it's like a little interview of like maybe I don't know 10 minutes it's like five hours of like translator because you have to translate and write it all down but yeah I did that one and then we got to watch all the films we wanted so it was great there was like such amazing documentaries there that yeah. I like I never really heard about them or something and then they were stunning so yeah that one that one was one and then the other one I worked was the Evolution Film Festival mm-hmm. it's like the biggest one here in Mallorca has been on for like th- this is going to be their 10th year oh wow and it's, it's really good like Danny DeVito was here and everything <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so big. And I just like found out about it a year ago. I was like, how did I never knew about it? So it, it was really good. There was the assistant of Sandra that she's the one that like created everything. Oh, wow. So yeah, I was just doing what she really needed and like helping her out. And we went to the press conference and stuff. And then like in the last event, we were like sitting people. And there was like quite a lot of people of the industry here in Mallorca. So it was, it was good. It was good for networking and for meeting people. It just, yeah, so um, it was good. I, was, I actually wondered, like you were talking about the documentary festival there and, and I'm something I've been trying to do this year is watch more documentaries because I feel like I love film but I don't really watch a lot of documentaries so do you have is there a documentary that you really like or you would like to recommend to the listeners yeah there's one that's called Wintopia that, that one like I had to do the interview like translate the mm. interview so I didn't really understand what it was going to be about and then I watched it and it was so good it was like this really intimate story of this girl and her dad that her dad had passed away and her dad was like a really really important documentary maker so like it was their relationship because the dad was always traveling and he was never there for her and she like recorded so many things and he recorded so many things so it was like such an intimate thing but you could feel so part of it it was it was honestly great i'll take a note of that and we'll we'll link all this stuff under the show notes as well yeah You know, I think that Peter was 
kind of a magical being. I was one of those people who kind of dropped in from another realm and didn't fully belong here. Mira, Mira, watch out behind you, there's a moose! No, no, I see a moose, oh no! I like how I'm asking for the listeners when I kind of just also want a recommendation <laughs> for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was great. And then there's another one, I think it's called Midnight Traveler. That was like, incredible. It was this, this family that they were like running away. I think it was from Iran, if thinking bad, or Syria, I don't know. But like, the, it was like, they filmed everything. And it's like all filmed on their phones. Oh, wow. It was honestly incredibly made. It won the best documentary in the festival. And it's won so many awards because it was honestly incredible. Such a good one. That- you get very like good. everything from their phones and it's, it's so beautiful so yeah oh, i really what, what did you say that one was called again sorry midnight traveler no that but sounds it- very good well thank you for the recommendations carla appreciate it <laughs> from <laughs> for myself and for the listeners of course <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought we can talk now about like the, what you've been doing now, which I've, obviously you're in. I've, I love this Instagram page you have as well. It's great. But um, you're <laughs> working for MS Mono, which mm-hmm. is a production company which was started in 2017, I think. And it, they're like, it's all about sort of female stories. It's, that's like the main thing. It's, it, it's like a female led production company, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. What they, what they do is like they try to bring more women into the you know like into the industry and also like we kind of like shed light into like um tv shows and films that are like produced written by women and also like starring like the protagonists are like female center stories so it's really good it is it's really fun and i and it's honestly what i always wanted to do like to have a company where you get to bring more women into the industry and like shed light and talk about it and it's good because more people get to see shows or films or or you know like things created by women that we're always like kind of like forgotten a bit about so yeah it's, it's really fun and you're just sort of you're like doing their social medias and stuff like that for them aren't you mm-hmm, yeah i'm creating content so i get Every week I pick a film, TV show, a quote. Then we get to do the five tips. So well, like, I love the five tips. Um, some of our listeners have probably seen this on our Instagram page because they're so helpful. Like I, I every week on a it's a Wednesday you do the tips, isn't it? Yeah, we do the Wednesday. Yeah. Sometimes it's at half one in the afternoon or like in the morning. So we put them up. And yeah, I, I think they're so helpful because like so all useful. Send us the tips and like that they're like people from the industry that they're yeah. telling you like what they think and, it, and it's great yeah no the, the tips are great and it, and it kind of they actually it's a bit like this podcast it's a similar like sort of value and and I, I really like it so I look forward to that on a Wednesday I'm always like oh what are the tips <laughs> this week so like working for this um, company like how have you found it have you been really enjoying it because it sounds like you're living the dream actually getting to like create all this stuff <laughs> I love it honestly I'm having so much fun and, and it keeps me busy in this moment that we're living yeah. and I, I love like what I liked most about uni was doing the research and got, kind of like knowing everything about all the shows or films or everything we had to write about so I'm just loving it I love to find stuff to talk about and maybe people will like them or they will watch it yeah. and well my sister sent me the link because they were looking for a social media manager marketing assistant so I was like yeah I'm going to try because I read the description <laughs> and I was like this is the dream I have to apply yeah. I couldn't believe it when she was like oh you've got the job I was like me really? <laughs> oh, finally wow. <laughs> no, I definitely recommend like going and following um, MS Mono. Uh, go, go and check out. But um, Carla, I kind of thought this would be a really good opportunity for me to ask you, 
about you kind of touched on it there but how do you feel as a as a woman in this film industry and like the tv industry and stuff how, how do you think the industry is like where's it at in terms of like representation for women and stuff do you think it's improving i think it is improving there are more stories i would say like female centered and there's more women that are getting chances you know like with you know like greta gruwig greta gerwig yeah yeah. Or Ava DuVernay, like, you know, you've got like more stories and like more more women coming to create shows like the Marvel um, WandaVision is written by a woman and it's such a great yeah. show. So like, I think there's, there's we're getting more opportunities, but still there's quite a lot of work to do. Of course. Then in the awards, we're like overlooked always. Like there's always yeah. going to be like the kind of same men that get like more attention. And even yeah. if their films have not done as good as like films directed by women, they're always going to be like a few hundred steps in front yeah. of us. I think like change is happening. And even like with pages like MS Mon or like even more Makers Women or, you know, there's so many pages that are showing female works or GIF, you know, girls in film like quite a lot that they're doing so much work for us to kind of see it all you know and like we have no excuse there's so many stuff that's being made so we have to like go and watch it and also contribute I think so yeah, yeah. oh no that's, that's great to hear and me and Rebecca in episode 10 had a, a sort of similar conversation because I was asking her as an actor like we had a really interesting conversation about how she felt as like coming through and stuff and she and, and she was really inspiring to hear her just her just say things like you know I, I'm just gonna do it I don't care like do you know what I mean and it's yeah. great to hear and I'm glad on the podcast as well, we can have these conversations and there's so many like interesting female uh, filmmakers and creatives that I've like really looking forward to talking to it, including yourself, which is great to have you on. So mm-hmm. like, no, it's an exciting time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it will get better. We need to work more, you know, like as a society and kind of like give more opportunities, but it, it is happening though. Like one of the most seen shows is like the Queen's Gambit, you know, and it's like oh, I'm just about to watch the finale of that, so I've watched the. F- I, it's so good, isn't it? Broken so many records, and it's like female centered. Yeah. You know, like stories about women are doing great, so like we have to kind of like give more yeah. opportunities because they're doing so good. Yeah, and me and Liam on um, episode fourteen, one of my best mates, we did we talked on the podcast because me and Liam like he reads a lot of books and he recommends me books, and like all the books we're reading at the moment, they're all by female authors, and I think there's definitely like a renaissance right now for like female writers and maybe they're getting an opportunity that they weren't getting before but all the best books I feel like at the moment are by female authors mm-hmm. like Caroline O'Donoghue and people like Dolly Orberton and you know there's so many good books coming out and it's, it's great mm-hmm. and every kind of creative industry I think is like giving more opportunities it will, it will keep like this and it will go <laughs> even better Hello, it's Jamie and Elliot here. I hope you're enjoying today's episode of Just Get A Real Job. I just wanted to remind you guys that if you're enjoying the podcast, word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. So please, if you can, share us on social media, tell your friends and family to listen. You can also support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your help. So anything you can do to help us grow this project is very much appreciated. We do appreciate your support as always. And if you would like to contribute or donate to our podcast, we also have a Patreon page where you could donate as little or as much as you wish. You can access this by going to www patreon.com slash just get a real job so thank you very much again for all your support and you can also find a link to the patreon page in the show notes but anyway now back to today's show another i've got some like kind of fun questions actually here so one of them is um if you could like make any if you could have made any film from history what film would it be like so if you could have like been the director of any film from history what would it be i would say hairspray but I think it's 2007. That's oh, my yeah, favorite. yeah. I was, we, I was having a conversation with someone about that the other day, actually. Really? 
I think I would direct that one. It's got like everything I love and it will be so fun. Music, sake for a little. I love that film. I remember in uni they were asking, what's your favorite film? And everyone was like saying, you know, like really thoughtful films. And I was like, hairspray. And I looked at me, I was like, what's my favorite film? <laughs> so I think it would be that one. Like a space, yeah, a space odyssey and you're like, Hairs- hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you so happy it's such a beautiful film I went to see that with um I remember it was like my mum all my mum's like my aunties and my cousins like my female cousins and then just me at the cinema to see that yeah, film I, I remember enjoying it I've only seen it once but it was quite enjoyable yeah I've seen it like a hundred times I used to get it from the video do you call it video club I don't know like, like the, video store the, 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 yeah. A lot of, yeah we call it video club here which makes no sense because we say I kind of like that I think video. I like that well we will get there every single day me and my cousin and we will watch it and pretend to do the dances sing <laughs> it oh, I loved it it just made me so happy I was like I'm going to get hairspray my mom was like again I was like yes again mother yeah no it's a, it's a good that's a good show I like when people go for like they actually just honest about their favorite film do you know how some <laughs> people will just say like what they think the best film is as opposed to like yeah, what they... yeah everyone said a really smart film like the, the yeah. one that they thought everyone liked oh my, my friends are, and probably the listeners because I've talked about this before but like my friends are like shut up about when Harry met Sally Jamie we know you love it like <laughs> It's just such a good film. Yeah, I I absolutely love it. It's like my favourite film. I've seen it like so many times. Nora Ephron's a genius. Becky loved it. I remember she made us watch it so many times. I had never seen it. And I think I watched it three times in a week. I was like, okay. (laughs) It's just such a nice film. And it's only 90 minutes long. It's the perfect film to watch when you're hungover. Or it's a good film to watch. It's a perfect rom-com. Perfect. <laughs> it is good. It is good. Well, another question I have, right, is so if you could work with anyone at the moment in the creative industry, so like any filmmaker, anyone, who would you work with at the moment? If you could, your dream person to work with? Mm-hmm. I think uh, probably Taika, Wait- Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our dream guest. He's our dream guest for the podcast. If you have him, I have to I have to be on it to see him yeah. in real life. But I love him. <laughs> I love his films. I love like... Uh, I, I'm just like such a big fan. He does such an incredible work with every film. I did an essay on him and I watched so many of his films and they're just so great. They're yeah. in Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen that one? Yes, I, I really like Jojo Rabbit. It's my favorite, one of my favorite endings to a film, I think. I love it when it's like German Bowie, it's German David Bowie of Heroes <laughs> and they just dance. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it is great. I, I don't know. He took something so like, you know, so, something like so big and so, so. like difficult like you know like you you take that and you talk about it in such a beautiful way I don't know and also make it kind of like funny and like really easy to understand I don't know it was just perfect I was watching that film I was like this is a masterpiece this is great it's really good What do you, what do you, what's your like is that your favorite Tagawaiti film then I think Hunt for the Wilder people what, oh that's what? really good I watched that in lockdown last year I've only I've only film I've not seen by him is his first ever one which I've forgotten the name was like Shark and Eagle or something I've not seen that one that's the only one I've not seen part of that one but I've not fully seen it because I watched a bit for the essay I've seen Boy I loved is- Boy oh it's such a nice film mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but it, it is beautiful he always makes sad things like I don't know funny in a way like they're sad but they're just so 
good to watch. And then like with the Marvel one, Thor, he's yeah. that's such a Thor. I'm like, I didn't even like Thor that much. And now he's like one of my favorite ones because yeah. he's made it so fun to watch and he's no, taken he to the next level, I think. I don't know. I just love him. No, that's that's the best Marvel film for me. Like, I mean, because I, I I don't hate Marvel. I, I do enjoy like the odd Avengers film. Like, It's good entertainment, but I do get a bit fed up with superhero films and people going on about them. But I, that was such a breath of fresh air. I thought I loved Thor Ragnarok. It was so yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a genius. It's like all the colonization and everything. It made it like into that world i don't know he just said it so and so fun to watch i was like now my favorite one's thor and i never really thought about it i was just like again thor and then i loved it well well, speaking about like uh, females in film actually kirsty william cairns who is one of the she's i don't know she wrote 1917 you probably i don't know if you're familiar with her work but she's like a great scottish screenwriter and um, she's now working with tag on the new star wars films which again star wars is a like hit and miss for me but like i'm kind of interested to see what they do with that because they're yeah. both so talented probably be amazing i saw that on his instagram i think i was like wow he's doing so good though yeah so honestly, such a good director and writer and everything please listen to this tiger please <laughs> please <laughs> come on our podcast as well please <laughs> love you <laughs> Well, I have another question actually as well, which is, um, do you, is there any TV shows at the moment that you've been watching that you're really enjoying that are female-led ones? Well, I'm obsessed with WandaVision. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Marvel fan, but it's so good, honestly. I, I just can't wait. Every Friday, the episode comes up and I'm like, I need to watch it. This on and Disney I, Plus? Yeah, Disney Plus. It's honestly so good because they're finally giving her like a chance to shine. You know, she was always there like, She's one of them, mm. but like you never really know much about her. She's been so through, like she's been through so much, and now they're giving her just her platform, <laughs> you know, like her her moment, and I'm just loving it. And I also watched The Wild in Amazon Prime. And oh, okay, I think I've saw it pop up before. Is it good? It's so good. I watched it all in like one day with my sister, and it's great. Honestly, it's so good. It's it's pretty short. I think it's like eight episodes or something like that, and it's really really good. Nice, nice. Well, thanks for the recommendations. Well, Carla, we something we're trying to ask our guests too is like, do you have what's your dream goal in the creative industries? And it's kind of okay to not know this because that's quite a hard question. But like, what is the sort of dream for you? I don't know. Like, I, I always, I would always like to have a production company and kind of like you know, like help people make films more than like making my own. Like you produce them and and help them create everything, and also like help them in marketing and social media because I think like it's so big and it's so important at the moment that if you have like a good social media platform more people will get into what you're doing so yeah I would love to make films like produce films and also like help them out or give them advice in social media marketing have my own production company and make all of this well hopefully one day that that's a that's a great dream yeah that that's I had an interview the other day and I said that it was like big dream I was like I will make it (laughs) dream big though I mean why not I think that's 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 what's the point I mean if you're not gonna like dream big then you know that's what this is all about so yeah well actually I thought it'd be a good thing to ask you Carla since you work in like social media and stuff there's a lot of negativity about social media do you know what I mean like there's a lot of doom and gloom stories and you know because social media is one of these things where there's a lot of positives but there's a lot of negatives like how do you feel about social media well I love it if I'm honest (laughs) I like it a lot I think it's like a great platform to share you know like you can find so many artists and so many things in social media but there is also like the negative part like you can have quite a lot of bad representations or stuff 
stuff like that you know with like body image and all that but you can also have really great stuff about body image you know like it's just yeah. I don't know you, you kind of pick what you want to follow so like if you're seeing something that it's not doing good to you or like you're not liking you can delete it you know like at least you have that that you just don't want to see it and or if it's hurting you you can just stop following them you know if it makes sense I think it's it it is great for like artists or like when you have a platform or an event and everything to reach people to educate people there's so many people who are like doing such a great job there yeah because I've really got the positive experience of social media the last few months like with the podcast and stuff like I've met quite a few people on Instagram who have actually interviewed as well which has been great like people like Rebecca who I didn't know her before lockdown and stuff we never even met in real life but like we speak quite regularly now and I feel like we have like a good you know professional relationship creatively and you know it's, so there is a lot of positives you can meet new people and connect and stuff but I suppose as you said there is negatives and like I think one of the main ones is like they deliberately make it very addictive which is a probably because I feel like I'm addicted to Instagram at the moment oh, me too I am yeah I think also when you're growing or like when you're getting all likes and stuff it just gives you such a boost of I don't know like yeah when you post a photo and you're getting like more likes than normal it's like such a happy you don't you feel happier or when yeah. it doesn't work you're a bit sad it's like why did it not work the people yeah it's like-, like a little dopamine hit I think this is pr- I watched the documentary called the social dilemma which was terrifying actually because it's all about the bad stuff of it, it. <laughs> don't watch it to be honest <laughs> but um and it's like it's crazy because you get this like dopamine hit every time you get a like and sometimes you have to remind yourself like that's not real and like you should get that from real life is better but no there is definitely positive aspects of it but also like I don't know it's also like you have to know what what you're doing and why you're doing it if you just like center in one thing you can become really crazy about it (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) well Carla we ask everyone that comes on the podcast like what's the worst part-time job you'd ever had is it have you ever worked a job that you just hated like to support your art or just in general that it was just a nightmare I worked quite really bad (laughs) (laughs) you don't don't have to name the company but you can if you want well my second job in Edinburgh was quite bad I worked at the zoo in the bar there (laughs) honestly and like they never really trained us or anything I was like oh we hire you because I really like Spanish people and I was like okay and then like no one really taught me anything and then like after a month they just stopped sending me the rota or everything so I was like okay what's happening here and then I found another job at Pizza Hut after like two or three weeks they're like why did you not appear to work I was like what like you stopped telling me and it's like no we've been waiting for you I was like two weeks and you never told me it was such a weird place and also in Australia and banana that was the worst job I've ever had in my life <laughs> honestly I don't know if Ellie's told you but that was crazy I've never heard about this actually <laughs> <laughs> We, we needed a job to continue traveling so we found this job on Facebook so then what, <laughs> when we were on the bus going to this like tiny village in Australia I was like Ellie maybe this is a scam and they're gonna kill us or something so I was like I don't know like I just spoke to this Irish girl and I had never really seen anything about it so I was like maybe this is not real or something but no we got there and it was real I wish it would have been fake and it was crazy we worked for like six weeks no days off just worked like 14 hours or more you were just there and they they would just throw you into it like I was in the reception I didn't even know how to be a reception (laughs) no one really helped me we were cleaners in the mornings and we were in the reception and waitresses in the afternoons it was crazy and then they gave us a little house 
where the hotel was like under it was like you couldn't lock it or anything it was just crazy I was like what are we doing <laughs> how did we even get here but we got money and we managed to leave we had to tell them that we had to leave that we were going back to Europe again like I was going back to Spain and Italy to Scotland and it was a lie <laughs> we're going to New Zealand and continue traveling <laughs> we we're like we need to leave we're going crazy I think that does ring a bell actually I actually now you talked about that I do think Ellie's mentioned that before but that is like quite a funny one like I just the idea of you having to escape this like mental place we didn't know how to do it and then we were so scared to tell them because we live there so like you can't really say we want to go so we had to make up this crazy story and Ellie was so funny she would only have chocolate and only had Oreo ice creams to make us feel better every single day because we were working so (laughs) 14 hour days though that's crazy like did you yeah, six days we a week were, did you say no like seven day, every so you didn't day. even get like a day off no i had two and ellie didn't even have one <laughs> it was crazy and then the woman picked ellie to go and clean her house oh like, god i was like did you be chosen it was such a weird place honestly like i don't know like sometimes i, I remember and i'm like what i was doing there why we were there for so long but we met amazing people though and we're still friends with her she came to visit us to scotland and everything oh, nice. so we had a good experience out of that crazy well, that's good it? then that's good then well carla thank you very much for giving us your time today and chatting to us i've enjoyed this conversation we we always finish the podcast by asking our guests like do you have any advice or tips for anyone who maybe wants to get into the creative industries who maybe wants to work in film or who maybe wants to do social media creation and stuff what would your like advice be to them well, you have to keep trying always, but preparing yourself, there are so many free courses and stuff you could mm-hmm. do to learn. Like if you just, you can focus on one thing, but if you kind of expand a bit and maybe try, I don't know, doing so many free courses that you can find in Google Garage or like there's so many pages, like how to build your website or stuff like that, that will keep yeah. you busy. And you can kind of like then introduce all of what you learn into what you're going to do. So it, it's all kind of has something to do with the arts, but I always say like, keep trying and keep studying and learning I think it can open more doors and you can also find things that you've never really thought about definitely I think thinking outside the box as well and trying to like because you know even if you want to work say as a writer or director or something you maybe you have to remember you're not going to just be able to go straight from uni to you're not just going to go leave uni and then make the next like Marvel film you're going to have to like (laughs) yeah exactly you're going to have to work your way up and like it's good to get as many different experiences as you can as well to like you know, mm-hmm. learn and grow. So, no, I think that's really nice advice. And thank you very much for your time, Carla. Hope I'm good. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Just Get a Real Job. I'd like to thank Carla once again for coming on and chatting to us. I really enjoyed our conversation. Carla has very kindly sent me some links to the TV shows and documentaries we talked about in today's episode. There's also a link to our website and some other things. So, as always, remember and check the show notes. Also, I just want to say once again, thank you to everyone for your continued support. Remember, if you're enjoying the podcast, word of mouth is our best way to grow. So, tell your friends and family, shares on social media, all that stuff is so, so helpful. And if you can afford to, please consider donating to our patreon page there's a link to that below the podcast as well or you can find that by going to patreon.com slash just get a real job and if you can afford to donate anything we'll be very very appreciative but anyway thank you for listening as always and we'll be back again next week with another episode of just get a real job so until then stay safe folks just get a real job